What I know is that America was helping out Afghanistan out to say like this democracy in their land. So I feel like it's okay because they haven't killed. Well, they did kill someone. Yeah, yeah. Damn. Damn. See. Bombs at the airport too. I feel like America got involved in something they shouldn't have, and now that we got like blood on on. They got blood on their hands, like our blood on their hands. I feel like we gotta like do something about that as far as like them killing our people. But as far as us, like Americans, I feel like we shouldn't have gotten involved in the first place. Like setting on like democracy on their land. All they're trying to do is just take back their land. And I can like understand that and respect that. But their way of like morals goes, like as far as like women being covered up and you know, not being able to go to school, like just being at home and shit. I feel like that's wrong too. But so America is the police of the world. Right. We're just everywhere, dude. Yeah, there's foot everywhere. You got a base. But like, isn't that the irony of it all, bro? Like it, cause like the soldiers get fed this propaganda, and they see like. They see, like, the moral side of it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, that's wrong. They don't see what America gains from it, like, resource-wise or economically. You know what I mean? So they get pumped full of, like, moral justice, and they're, like, amped up on wanting to do the right thing. You know? Yeah. Mm -hmm. And I just... I think it's kind of weird, man. You mean, like, like, a false flag? Like, I think they're using, like, like morality for their own profit. Mm. Yeah. Like, our country sometimes. You when y'all get a chance, Yeah. look up <clears throat> military industrial complex. That's exactly what it is. Uh, it was a deal. There was, like, some deals that have been made over the course of these 20 years with some certain... Weapons manufacturers, man. Who was uh, who was the president that warned us about it? Like, there was one in particular that told us to look out. Like, he gave a big ass speech about it. Bernie Sanders? No. Oh. It was like one um, of the OGs. John F. Kennedy. Uh, I know he was talking about. There's a group of people. There's a I can't, a group. It might have been trying to enslave the world. Oh shit. Eisenhower or FDR. Mm-hmm. Let me see. Pull it up. Oh, put up the laptop. Oh man. Do what it is. Hell no, we're gonna roll another one, D. Alright, alright, how are you feeling? I'm chill. You zitty? Oh yeah. <laughs> are you on medications right now? Yeah. How does it feel with the weed? Um, it's usually fine. Like, I know that, like, with 
Medication, I gotta always be up on my water intake. So, mm. like, I'm always drinking water. You need one of these, man. I'm always chugging I know what you're about to. <laughs> I do. I'll be trying to sometimes. It's been a long time, but I used to buy gallon waters. Ozarka. I love Ozarka water. It's got a particular taste that I'm willing to deal with. We were talking about our favorite brand of water, like last weekend, bro. We were like, uh, what was it? Yeah. Avion. The one with like the little mountains on it. I gotta try it. Bro, oh my god, I'll buy you a bottle, bro. It's like but pure. It was Dwight D. Eisenhower who warned U.S. citizens about the military industrial complex and his farewell address. Eisenhower? Oh, yeah. Good shit, man. Yeah. Bro. That shit's crazy. Let me see if I can. I'm gonna find it on YouTube. But you know, that's when real presidents were still around. Like real presidents would be like, "Hey, they trying to there's there's this group of people they trying to fuck with us. They trying to fuck with the people. They trying to keep y'all from it's um, like the Federal Reserve finding out that shit is private, privately owned, and not like America's bank account. Like federally owned. Yeah, it's not owned what by the a federal fuck? agency. The Federal Reserve is a private bank. That business. I'll tell you if you look it up. It's private. That shit does not belong to the United States. Mm. The Rothschild. I think so. It's not owned by anyone. The Federal Reserve is by anyone. Yeah. Now, why, now why the fuck? It's not like parentheses own. Yo, um, yeah, let me start over one more time. <laughs> Yo, it is September 25th. I am uh, TJ the Lonely Stoner. I got my boy Javier with me. Yo. And also sitting across from me, I have one quarter of the Balls Out podcast, Mr. Big Wave. What's going on with y'all? How you doing today, D? Doing all right, man. Uh, shoot, pretty stoned. Hey, what you guys chilling? Ready to talk about some uh, some dope shit, man. Absolutely. So, um, bro, what I try to do now, or what we came up with, is just doing like 30 minutes of bullshit and 30 minutes of wisdom. And basically where those 30 minutes can like, you know, that way, that, that's as much structure as I got, bro. I can't really, you know what I'm saying? No, you're good, man. But, do you think? Um, you're always like um, your best self when you're debating or having conversation, man. So like, just let it flow. Thank you, thank you, bro. That being said, bro. You gotta trust yourself, man. What JB be saying? You gotta, you need to believe in yourself, bro. bro. <laughs> I swear, this man, his um, he he, uh, his friend Jakar. You, you made Jakar. Yeah. Oh, okay. So you did Jakar. They were playing uh, Naruto the other time. Yeah. I don't think I was here for that. But, um, mm-hmm. No, yeah, it's him. Uh, he just always be saying, you didn't believe in yourself, bro. Anytime, like, you're like, dang, I missed that. You're like, you didn't believe in yourself. <laughs> you didn't want in enough, bro. You didn't want in enough. Bless that guy. Absolutely. <laughs> bro, so, um, one thing that, like, and it was kind of like short notice, and if, it, if you don't mind talking about it, 
I um, yesterday after the party we kind of like touch base and he told me about therapy mm-hmm. and I thought um, what better idea than to talk about mental health and shit right. like you know and with you going to therapy and then me going through what I've gone through and not going to therapy like I wouldn't mind like getting your perspective on it and like overall but if it's 30 minutes of bullshit bro do you have a woman therapist or a man therapist uh, it's a woman how does she look how does she look how does she look uh, she's pretty gorgeous, you know. Oh. Yeah, like like blue eyes, uh, fair skin, blonde hair. By fair skin, is it safe to assume she is? Uh, she's white. Okay. Now, uh, what are some of the questions that she's asked you? Like some of the, what would you say is the most, like, the the most craziest question? The craziest question is how often do you think about suicide? Oh. Okay. I feel now, like it's healthy to think about death, though. In a sense, is it? In a sense, it? yeah. It is. He's absolutely right. Because you got to realize our time is limited. And, like, when you think about death, it's like, damn, I'm not going to be here forever. Mm-hmm. And I was just thinking about death yesterday, to be honest. But yeah. what did you say to her, like, as far as, like, suicide? I said, like, maybe once or twice a month I would think about it. Yeah. You know, but the cycle will go. Mm, man, uh, I feel like I'd be better off if I just go on. Be a lot easier. But then it goes to okay. But if I do that, my family's gonna have questions. My friends gonna have questions. The after. Like why? Like yeah. why didn't he say anything? Like you know why didn't he let anybody know? I think that that feeling alone is a lot worse than death itself to mm-hmm. have to leave them behind like I would be I feel like I'd be a, a coward for that yeah not at least talking to them first yeah, like, and trying to get some help from somebody yeah I can honestly understand you on that perspective just because like to me hell isn't necessarily like a fiery pit but hell is seeing the effect of like your family being impacted after you're gone and you're just here and you're not able to do anything you know Mm -hmm. what I mean like I would hate to see like my family go through a struggle and uh, I can't do my part in helping them or anyone for that matter but in a sense like I don't know man I feel like it's just like your time like and that's why it's that much more important to make your impact you know but dude um Damn, dude. It's actually kind of cool that you... Uh, it's not cool that y'all think about death, but it does, like... It's nice to know that everyone kind of has that same, like, open thought about it. I feel like it's healthy to a point. Like, if it's suicidal thoughts are, like, on your mind, like, every day, like, every time, then, yeah, it would be nice to, like, talk to a therapist about that. But, like, if it's every now and then, like, I feel like that's a healthy amount. You know what I mean? Yeah. But uh, did you pay for therapy, or mm-hmm. how does that work out? Like, as far as, like, financially? Uh, well, they got me on a monthly kind of deal. Okay. The insurance I have is, like, one ninety nine a month. Oh, shit. But um, I talk to a therapist every three to four months. Oh, that's good. Because they want to give it time and give 
they want you to actually like you know still live life but go along like the plans or the ways they give you to manage anxiety or manage depression or manage whatever you're kind of dealing with at that time with some sort of tools they set you up with and it could be like getting a bullet journal um, putting down things you got to do throughout the day so you don't feel anxious about them uh, as far as depression just thinking of like being grateful having gratitude thinking about what you do have and what is here right now like your family um, you know like what do you have you know um, you're not homeless you're you're able to go get food and eat you know because you you work you have money um, it's just a little things man yeah. like I know for a fact dude sorry I know he's about to say something mm-hmm. um, I know for a fact dude uh, I don't call my family nearly enough for sure I don't call them nearly enough I feel like uh, we gotta call them more yeah. gotta make an effort or set a reminder Yeah. every now and then to call like your mom and pops yeah if you can like tweet and shit you can also take 30 seconds to say I love you to your mom type yeah. shit yeah if it is for like 30 seconds or a minute like I'm not that close to my mom and dad but like when I do talk to the phone like when I got for work I'll call him, hey, what's going on? No, I'm just chilling. Oh, okay. How was your day? Good? All right. Well, hit you up later. All right. <laughs> <laughs> and that's, that's as brief as I keep with my parents. But, it's, you know, the fact that they know that I call, check up on them, I feel like that means a lot to them. Yeah. Um, they just want to make sure you're alive. Yeah. Doing all right. So, why do y'all think therapy, and more importantly, why, why do you think therapy gets the rep that it gets from like other people like why do people think say oh I don't have to go to therapy I'm not crazy or why does it have like that negative stigma attached to it you know yeah uh, just like that example you just gave man if you answer your own question people think that you're crazy or that there's something wrong with you gotta screw loose and well there's a place for people like that that's um, it's an actual psychiatric hospital where we got well Maybe call they even call that the loony band, like you know. But it's a very unfortunate situation because anybody could be born with a mental uh, health disorder, and it just doesn't. It doesn't get to a point yet where it start to affect you. It could hit you in your thirties. It could hit you in your forties. You just don't know. You know, my sister, she's thirty five. My big sister, she had. Uh, some mental health kind of issues develop mm-hmm. where some sort of situation I think I told you about what happened you know I want to say here but there are certain situations that occurred and police were involved in stuff and like once they you know, thank god this happened once they sent her to like the hospital and had her speak with like therapists and psychiatrists and stuff they were able to determine that well hey she's having some issues with her mental health we gotta check this out you know so that's very important to do ever since that dude our uh, our government's just now starting to barely handle mental health and take it seriously I feel like you know what I mean yeah cause you know on the subject of like you know the, the context of like a loony bin 
I just hate that it, it, it was that. Or I'm not saying that it was that, but, like, it's looked up as that. And the reason why those people are, like, freaking out or whatever, you got to, like, be mindful of their conditions. They're not seeing their family. It's basically jail, but then you're they're being medicated, so they're never themselves. Mm-hmm. Like, dude, I couldn't imagine that. Just being a prisoner physically and mentally, spiritually, like, across the board. I got a question. What you got? So, like, what's the difference between a therapist and a psychiatrist? D, can you do that? Can you answer that before we? Because I don't know. Because I feel like therapists... I'm sorry, because y'all... Mm-hmm. But I feel like the therapist is someone who listens to you, and a psychiatrist is someone who, like, prescribes the medicine after they listen to you. Mm-hmm. I don't know if that's correct. That is correct. That is correct? That's oh, okay. Yeah. So a psychiatrist is just someone that talks to you, or not talks to you, but they can also produce you meds, like, after speaking to you? But a psychiatrist is a therapist. I don't know. I don't, think so. I don't know. I don't, I don't know. think so. Yeah. Well, maybe it's like a. Hmm, would it be considered a form of therapy? Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, I guess so. Because you're talking, but, but I get what you're saying. Would a psychiatrist be a therapist, or yeah, would would they be considered a therapist, right? Yeah. yeah I don't think so. Huh? Man, do y'all? Excuse me. Uh, Damn, that's a tough one. And it was a tough one. That's why I was just like, uh, I threw it at you because like that kind of fucked me up. Well, yeah, no, I know. Like, um, for sure, they're two different things. But when I okay, so when I was doing research on the ADHD and to see if there's anything within me that would be resembling to that, or if I have any behaviors that would uh, show that. What I found was most of the time what they would do is now okay, now that we got you and we figured out that you got ADHD, a combined some sort of combined condition of like they say overactivity and uninterest, something like that. I could be completely wrong, but definitely look it up. I'm gonna check it out too. But uh Essentially, they said to couple it with uh, behavioral therapy as well to speak with somebody. So, the app that I'm using is called Health Piper. Mm-hmm. They have uh, consultants on there that you can talk to them pretty much just any time of the day. Hey. But uh, I don't think like uh, I don't think they're therapists either. They really just kind of answer questions about the app itself and questions about um, the process I wish to talk to uh, my psychiatrist but that part I I don't think hmm, I think I've been using the word therapy correctly because I've been I've been seeing a psychiatrist but Hmm. not I haven't yet seen a behavioral therapist yet my mind is blown my mind is blown too because yeah it wasn't until like right now that I realized that like I'm like so there's a therapist and there's a psychiatrist, but can a therapist prescribe you medicine? Or I don't know. 
Like, I, I'm, my mind's blown right now. I'm, I'm, I'm going to just do an easy Google yeah. search. But no, I don't think a therapist. They cannot. Yeah. So they just give you exercises? Yeah, like, they'll give Mental? you uh, I think tool, just there to Like, listen. I said, with the uh, bullet journals. And, like, mm. how they give you time. They try to figure out ways to help you manage your time. Or... Uh, manage your emotions if you're an over emotional person or you tend to overreact like uh, like me sometimes I know I got like anger from my upbringing and whatnot. Uh, I didn't determine that through a psychologist or a therapist or anything but just doing some research you know just looking things up a YouTube podcast yeah just like googling things uh, and I know for sure that in certain situations, if I get way too anxious um, and I don't deal with my anxiety, that it'll just bottle up, bottle up till it explodes. And I'm having an argument with somebody about some dumb shit that happened. You want like to take it out on somebody? For example, uh, I overreacted one other time with Tyler. And I just like... Uh, it's certain, it's certain like situations where I gotta take responsibility and be like, man, maybe I did like trip, blow and take something out of proportion. So what you're saying is like it's healthy to release like tension and anxiety like throughout the day, so mm-hmm. that way you won't bother it up and take it on like on your loved ones. Mm-hmm. That's good practice. I feel like when I get anxious, my feet like they crawl like they crawl up. And I noticed that after talking to somebody who actually went to therapy, and he was saying that his therapist recommended that like whenever he feels like the tension like throughout his body, to like just release it and let it go. And like that's what I've been doing. Like whenever I'm in public, where when I go to public, that's when I get like the most anxiety. And I, I catch myself like feeling my feet like crawl up, and I'm like, oh shit! I wonder why I'm feeling like anxiety right now. Now I let go, and then once I do that, like I'm like, I lose my shoulders. Like I feel, oh, okay, well, I guess because I feel unsafe around the public, but then when I let go, like I feel more, like safer. I don't know. It's a weird feeling. You know what I mean? Anxiety. Yeah, anxiety, stress, mm-hmm. depression. I think one of the crazy things is. We don't know it's a problem till like forty or fifty years later after like studies have been conducted on like a mass public. Like it's just crazy how like through studies people are able to say like for example, uh, in twenty twenty with COVID divorce rate was up, and then uh, domestic abuse, all this shit, you know that yeah. pertains and it does relate to mental health. Mm-hmm. And um, I don't know, man. One thing that I kind of don't like about studies is how they're, dude. I, I don't know. I, I'm I'm going brain dead. I'll come back around. But no, do you feel like some of the studies are kind of like skewed? Yes, extremely. Like in what way? Like it's just. I mean, with anything like pertaining to mental health, I feel, um, you know what, David, just come back to me, bro. I lost my whole train of thought. I'm sorry. I see what you're saying, though. It's the lonely stone. Do you feel like, um, 
the divorce rates that they're posting or reporting are like they could be uh, misrepresentative somehow of the actual numbers no. I don't know. I can see how those numbers are up from last year. Yeah. Because some people don't know how to release that anger, that stress, that tension, so they take it out on others. And I feel like um, the more aware society becomes of like these mental issues, and the more better off we are. You know what I mean? Man. I agree, man. I just wish they pushed, like, for mental health as much as they push for, like, lawyers with divorce, you know what I'm saying? Talking shit out versus ending shit. Mm-hmm. Like you solutions. Yeah. Like, preventative solutions. Yeah, dude. Because, yeah. like, like, okay, now I remember my thought. All that shit, bro, is based on, like, limited studies, bro. Like, you know what I mean? And, like, people take advantage of those limited studies. Like, divorce rate goes up. All right, I'm going to become a lawyer and, like, blah, blah, blah. You know what I mean? Yeah. And it's just other shit, like, bro, I just hate, like, COVID hasn't, like, there's not really a mental, I mean, they kind of are, but they're not pushing it as much as they need to with this whole, like, within 2020 and 2021 dealing with COVID, they have not pushed mental health as much as of an issue as they need to. Yeah, because 2020 was a hell of a year. It was, man. It really was. Um, Pretty sure a lot of people are uh, are actually affected by it. Yeah, dude. It's crazy. Yeah. But, man. So, back to your therapist. Because we got, like, 10 more minutes of bullshit. But it was actually a lot of wisdom gained within this segment. With that COVID thing, though, like so many people lost their jobs and shit, man. Did you and your therapist touch on that at all? Like, did y'all talk about COVID? Uh, I don't have a therapist. I still got, I mean, I, I probably I talked about it with my psychiatrist. My bad, my bad, my bad. You're right, you're right, you're right, you're right. Uh, your psychiatrist. Did you, like, did you, did you guys touch base on, like, anything COVID related? Uh, just, That's what like. Just like the pandemic. They're just saying, like, uh, How's your family? How is, um, did you lose your job? Which I still had it up until, um, I think it was the 24th. Yeah. But, um, March 24th. You lost your job at March 24th? Yeah. Damn. I was like, that's my fault. Yeah, right. That's my fault, though. Whatever. Oh, shit, man. I just couldn't stay at work. And that's really what prompted me to, like, talk to somebody. I'm mm-hmm. trying to seek help. Because, like, I was, like... I'm, like, as old as I am. Pretty good job. They pay me pretty all right. Good benefits. Easy. I can get on the phone, answer people's questions about their account, orders, their car loans, whatever the fuck. St- stupid shit. It's not stupid, because, you know... Some people really couldn't get it. So I don't want to say that fucking about me. I was just lucky that I got it. Anyway, you know, it was easy. It came easy to me, but all usually what ends up happening is that anything that feels repetitive 
it feels like I'm just sitting in a small space, just not able to move, do my own thing. Uh, I get fucking, and I could be completely childish for thinking this way, right? I could be wrong. I mean, you know, there's probably protesters who go, oh, grow the fuck up, you know, get over it, just go to work, take your ass to work, which partially, part of me agrees with that. Yeah. I should be able to sit my fucking ass down and go to work and just deal with that shit. There's people who are getting paid what I got paid there to throw brick around or like they're out in the hot ass sun all day. You know what I'm saying? I was up in the office building. Yeah. I think even now as I'm talking about it, just like kind of getting upset with it, the behavior, you know, it makes me feel like, damn, what was so fucking hard about sitting there? You couldn't just sit there and well, I understand. It's like closed spaces, comfortable chair or recliner, something like that. Mm-hmm. Recliner chair. You couldn't just sit down. It's like I just don't want to be there, and the job was a super easy. And I'm like, why the fuck? There's got to be something wrong with me. Like, why no, the fuck did I want to sit at this job that paid so well, had great benefits? All these vacation hours that they just give to you up front. And I was like, no. To another man, they will look down on you. But to me, like, I don't see anything wrong with what you did. You weren't fucking happy. You You know what I'm saying? You weren't happy. Ah, man. And I, I think... You have more courage than that, because I'm not happy at my work. I'm not working. But I do make enough money to sustain the things that I have. And I think you doing that is actually pretty commendable, bro. I feel like, is anybody happy working for somebody else? I, think I mean, probably not. Pro- eh. No, I mean, shit. Not me. I feel like any job you go to, it's going to suck. Working for somebody or working for something, uh, what's the working difference? Working for somebody else is like you're making them 80% of the margin profit yeah. while you're getting like fucking like 1.5. Because you got to share with like all these other people that are working with you. That's true. But if you're working for yourself or for something you love, 50% is going to suck, but 50% you're going to fucking love it because it's something you love doing. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I agree with you, bro. Like, if you feel tired and like, like, you guys get up and I'll just say leave, bro. Like, you did the right thing, especially during the pandemic too. You did the right thing, in my honest opinion. I'll just be looking back sometimes and just thinking, like, man, did I, re- did I like, did I make the right choice? You know, those benefits and time off is ways for you to like get those clutches on you. Those invisible clutches, that's what I call them. Because at Coles, we get, I forgot how many days off. We get a couple, like, days off. We get benefits, a free, like, clinic. But it's all that shit to, like, reel you in and, like... And keep you feeding the corporate chain. Yeah. I feel like... That's how I feel. That's how I see it. Because, yeah, people get comfortable real fast. When you got all those nice shit, all the four hundred one k, yeah, it's nice. But at the end of the day, are you really getting all what you deserve? But I feel like society—not society, because society, it's not society's fault. 
But and it's not our country's fault. It's corporate America. Exactly, bro. Like that's what forces us to like that plays a part because like you got to think about it like excuse me like the amount we got to pay in taxes you know bills all the shit we got to pay and we're i'm not saying we're forced like somebody is literally physically forcing us to work there but it's we have responsibility or how older generation will be like they would say that's responsibility well yeah it's responsibility but just because it's responsibility don't mean we got to be fucking stressed the fuck out you know, growing gray hairs and shit. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Just because we're sitting here, like, I feel like there's a gray area between getting a handout and being prideful and not getting one. And, like, you know, I feel like we're within that generation that could be in that gray area. But everything past us, they're really comfortable with handouts. And then everything before us is they're really comfortable working until they're dead. And it's like, no, there has to be a middle in, like, in between, bro. Like, you know, Netflix, they, um, I watched this video on YouTube. It's called Infographics Show, the channel. And they talked about working on Netflix. Yeah. And how, like, um, Netflix, they basically implemented a policy for unlimited, like, vacation days. Really? As long as you're doing your performance to the marks that we've set and the requirements we set. You know, you're ahead on work, you know, do your thing, you know, come back. Just make sure you're not, like, taking important days off. But then, like, there was this accountant. There are certain blackout days that they need all their accountants there so that they can, like, talk about the budget for next year or some shit for the company, a better business plan. Uh, And one of the main people took, like, a month or a week or some shit off during that day, those days. And it really fucked up Netflix, but they still implemented the policy. They still like did it, and they ended up making more and more money each year. They're kind of going down this year, but um, I think they started that back in what twenty sixteen. Netflix, yeah. like Netflix, Netflix. Mm-hmm. Dude, I think Netflix started before that. Like I'd have to search it up, but I I I want to say I remember Netflix being kind of like GameFly. With the whole DVD thing, like, I could have sworn they sent out DVDs prior to. Like, 2012, 2011. Because before that, I was doing Redbox. Yeah. I was looking like Walgreens, CVS. You get a Redbox. What do y'all think about that, though? Like, uh, if you get unlimited vacation days, probably probably not in the military. But, like, if you could, if they was like, you know, you can go home, whatever the fuck. That'd be nice. Because there's some days where, like, graduations, quinceañeras. That I got one out of ten, but because of work, it doesn't allow me to go to those events that are like really important to other people, especially to the person that's meeting held the event for. And like it sucks, you know, because that's when you gotta realize is the job really important more than your family, or is your family more important than your job? That's true, but that that can be looked at as a pro of fucking COVID, bro, because a lot of these companies would force you to come into a building, drive through whatever conditions, Mm -hmm. and now you're allowed to be at home and work, you know what I'm saying? And, like, people need to realize this is the way it needs to go. Like, it's safer, it's cheaper. You you probably could pay less in insurance even, you know what I mean? Because you ain't got to worry about people hurting themselves at the job. Like... 
I understand the whole family dynamic, but like, there has to be like some realization to it. It couldn't be under any better conditions. Like, maybe, I think at one point it's gonna get to a point where all this shit, everybody's at home on some Jetsons type shit. We all get on our computers and do our do thing for the day. We get off and we spend time with each other, hopefully. That would be nice. That would be nice, but it ain't gonna go that way. I'm sorry. Have y'all seen a video of how like Google workers work? Mm-hmm. No. No? No. Man, their facilities are nice. Oh, you mean like um um uh like a tour video, like they show their um I know like they allowed to get like free fruit and shit and coffee. Yeah. Yeah, like scooters running around. Yeah. Is that the way work should be, though? Yeah, fine. If you're a coder, I feel like you should be able to do all that shit because them niggas have to work a lot of hours. Coders, just sitting fucking typing away. That's one job I know I could not do. Now, see, now you're touching on something because everybody at our job who works and they're just classified or categorized as material handlers would feel damn near entitled to like that type of office environment but you're touching on something because they're coders because they put in these labor hours and like you know to some people they look at that shit and be like oh you should stand behind a computer all day no that shit takes real fucking brain power like, dude, computing is what it's called, right? Or no, it is coding. Programming. But it, then it comes down. Yeah, it comes down to like what, like zeros and ones and shit, and getting them to do what you want them to do, like in a certain sequence and all that bullshit, right? Well, they have like this thing uh, called a coder's keyboard, mm-hmm. where it's got all these different symbols and shit, and the keyboard's kind of shaped different too. It's wild, man. So that's like, I imagine so that they can hit every little code, but I think it's more than zeros and ones. Because they be having to do all web pages and websites and shit. And Commands, letters. It's like a, pretty much a whole new language, bro. Yeah, it's crazy. Now, I think also it depends if you're trying to like develop a website or develop a program for Google. like a, Or an app or some shit. So whatever part of the developer part you're in, Mm-hmm. The developers do that shit too. The niggas, they gotta get paid crazy. They have to. There's no yes. way. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I heard they got fucking bed facilities there too. Like you can take a nap and shit. I believe it. Yeah. They want you at work, do all the time. Damn. Well, when you say it like that, that does sound kind of horrible. Being there all. But I mean, for the single guy. Or the single person that, like, you know? Yeah. That's kind of life to them. You're making bank. Yeah. But at the same time, are you able to enjoy it because you're stuck at work? That's true. Like truck drivers. They're the backbone of America. Yeah. But they fucking do not get a break. They don't. Warehouse workers. They go through some shit. Yeah. They go through, they can get robbed, attacked. You yeah. be tapping on their windows and truck parks. Like, come on, what? Not only that, like, at home, they're gone, long hours. Oh, yeah. You yeah. talking about divorce rate here in COVID, nigga? Divorce rate within the truck driving community is <laughs> fucking phenomenal. Like, anything like that where they're gone and they're away from home, like, I'm not even going to talk about that. I want you to go. 
fly, buddy. But, like, bro, you know, these jobs where people are gone for a long time and, like, they leave their significant other behind, like, dude, that shit is mentally exhausting. Yeah. Shout out to all the truck drivers. Hell yeah. Shout out to my uncles. Shout out to the, uh, I guess, I mean, the servicemen, too, bro. Yeah. 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 You know, there's always this debate on whether or not, you know, it's a good thing or a bad thing that people go to the military and it's like, who the fuck, you know, who is the king of, or the queen of deciding who wants to go to the military, you know? If people want to take care of their families and themselves and they feel like, you know, that's what they want to fucking do, dude, and, um, Shit. You tell them, you love them, you support them, and you see them when they get the back home. Hell yeah. You know? And to that note, anybody that fucks around while their significant other is fighting for this their country, it's a dick. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> what the fuck did you bring that thing out? <laughs> <laughs> you snuck that up on us. I was like, oh my god. Oh, this was this is something that's been on my mind. What you got? What you got? So I've been working at my job for five years. Yeah. And I'm at a pay rate where I'll say it's comfortable. Mm-hmm. I get my bills paid, I get to eat, get groceries. But as of recently, the new people that are coming on are gonna make a dollar less than me. But they haven't put in as much time as you at the fucking job. Yeah. That's fucked off. You think that's fucked off? I think it is fucked off. I don't know, man. I don't think so. But you don't I'll, think so? It depends if they give them a raise in less than five years for so that dollar. They get a raise every six months. Every four months, six months. It's every six months, but. Oh. Where and then if they drive machines, they get a dollar more. They get a dollar, so they're pretty much making what I yeah. make. So okay, well then it's not it's not fucked up because that's how they did us at. It's it's a different situation. That's how they did us at our high school when we graduated. They revamped the entire bitch, and it just looked a lot better now. And we're just like, wow, y'all couldn't have did that while we was here. Wait, what that is, you go to? That is honestly the exact to, same uh, scenario. I'm from Ohio. I went out to Maple Heights High School. Okay, that's pretty much what DeSoto did to us too. Yeah, yeah, it was just like, wow, nice one. Right. But <laughs> see, like, the thing is, is like, I, on one end, on the outside looking in, Coles is doing it to compete with other businesses. Yeah. Okay. On our, on, but from the inside looking out, we see the quality of people that they hired. And we, see, well, I shouldn't have even said our job, but we see the quality of people that they hire. And it's just like, yo. You guys do nothing other than enable laziness. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And Especially. then free money. You, y'all aren't no better than the government at that point because y'all are literally paying them to stand there and not match their output. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like put the fucking shit out, put the product out. These people are, are, you're talking about people on unemployment. Those are the real people that are stopping the economy. Not the people on, on unemployment. I mean, yeah, yeah, they are. But... The people that literally come to work and don't get shit while everybody else does the same job for the same amount of money, like, bro, you are a sack of crap. 
Like, mm-hmm. it's just, you know what I mean? That it's sucks. Like taking advantage. Yeah. yeah. And Coles doesn't realize that, like, hey, you don't have to, well, okay, I'm not going to say Coles. <laughs> EFC 4, to be more specific. <laughs> like, they don't realize, okay, if you guys just, hi- like, not hire, y'all can hire a little bit of people, but hire quality people. People that you would want, like, your grandma to be able to have a conversation with. Like, bro. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, you got It don't matter if you're a felon or whatever. Sure. You know what I'm saying? I don't care about your past. I care about where you're trying to go. Yeah. So, like, I feel like, bro, like, hire those quality people. But the people that have been there, just show us that you care. Appreciate us. Give us a pat on the back. Tell us, hey, good job. And then on some real shit, pay us some money. Yeah, some you know real what I mean. The money. people that are coming in at seasonals, their 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 luxury is, oh, I get to work all this overtime. That's because that's how they that's how it needs to be. You're not in yet, bro. Mm-hmm. You have to put in your time. But like the people that have been there, go ahead and pay them a little extra, keep it running, and then realize that oh, give us a sense of like compassion within ourselves to work here. And we're like, okay, I like working for this company. This company has had my back. They've been able to provide me with this, this, that, and the other. It it makes no sense that a company like Google, where you, I mean, yes, I understand the job of what they're doing, but it makes it, you don't have to be able to afford that. You just have to be able to provide the same type of mentality, I feel like. And it doesn't have to be a a physical thing. You can provide more money. Yeah, pay, pay us more. But make the culture better and make it actually mean something within itself, bro. I'm not trying to sign entitled. Yeah. I'm not. I'm really not. But I feel like the amount of work and the amount of knowledge I've acquired throughout those five years, I feel like my pay should uh, speak for that. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, I'm getting paid the same amount someone new just came in. Mm-hmm. It doesn't make sense. And how often, I'll give you this scenario, Javi. Being at this fucking company, how often have we... I really need to stop going in, but... <laughs> yeah, go ahead, bro. <laughs> uh, how often have we trained a new leader, i.e. a supervisor, only to get overlooked when it comes to another supervisor opportunity like opening up and not being able to get hired within? Like, they don't promote within, and you can't have good company morale if you're not willing to show that people can't grow. Like, fuck. I didn't even go to, like, fucking business school, but I understand. You know what I'm saying? I feel like I got nothing to show for. Because five years, all this fucking knowledge I got, and I'm pretty much getting the same pay as someone new coming in. And that shit goes back to mental health, too, bro, because then you're feeling underappreciated. You're feeling littler of a fucking human being. You know what I'm saying? Like, they're showing you, oh, you're just another number to us. All you do is make us... Bit like more money than what you're actually worth. You're just a drop in the bucket. Yeah. Like that's pathetic, bro. That's Not on your part, but on the company. Just on that uh, note, corporations. I feel they need to get taxed more. Sure, you get you get your deductions and credits, but there should be a limit on how many credits and deductions you can receive. I don't think that you should have the ability as a corporation to put so much money out mm-hmm. as like a tax deduction that you begin to get it back. And then don't have to pay it. You know what I mean? I feel like you should always have to pay your taxes. For sure. Um, It should be different, though, if you're a corporate entity. If you're an individual or a contractor, 
that's different. I feel like you should get more tax money back because you're having to come up with a business by yourself and pretty much resource and outsource by yourself. With like a corporation, I can get fucking like a Swedish company to give me the contract and they also pay me the 60 million. So now it doesn't look like I made 60 million dollars for this uh, job I just did, you know. I feel like if we was able to come a little way, like, and make it fair for them too, you know, they always trying to find some way not to pay for some shit, but like, even still, this is crazy that I'm saying is that we make it fair for them so they're not paying a crazy amount and they can still pay their employees and keep their bonuses and their fucking yachts or whatever, you know. See, that's because, I mean, the rich made the fucking rules, bro. Like, that's the fucking problem. They don't want to see nobody else. It's like a fucking little kid with a toy. Like The poor is getting poorer. Yeah. And the rich is getting richer. Because if everybody has it, all that shit that they now own loses its value and its exclusivity. You know what I'm saying? It's like a fucking pair of drawers. It is no different to me. You know what I mean? Yeah. And, bro, it's just... How the fuck bands going to charge me for not having money in my bank account? How am I going to charge you $35? <laughs> When you know I don't got $35, it doesn't make sense to me. I feel you on that. It doesn't make sense to me. How you go? If you know the transaction can't go through, just don't let it go through. Yeah. Don't charge me. AT&T, I'm coming for your net. So you're going to charge me $15. Oh, my God. No, $35 for reactivating my internet after I didn't have money for two months to pay the bill. Which I paid the bill. I paid the bill. I paid a bit off. Why didn't you just charge me that 35 right there and then? Why you gotta wait the next month? On top of that, you charged me 15 for the TV that I never even wanted to watch. I'm not. AT&T. The. <laughs> yeah. I was ready. I was gonna bleep you out, bro. Fuck you. Alright. But I, I fuck with y'all internet, so it's all good. Absolutely. What kind of internet speed do you have, bro? Fucking the lowest one, like 20 megabits per second. Dude, I got 50 megabytes. That's bullshit. It is bullshit, y'all. Some 200, man. Yeah, I need to. You got Spectrum? Ah, yes. Yeah. And with Spectrum, if you get the the phone, you get 200 unlimited. And it's a good deal. And I'm going to be paying the same amount. 70 bucks. Something around, something yeah. around there. Yeah, you can use it for business purposes. Landlines are like, you know, people don't use them as much anymore. But if you, you know, you just want a quick on-the-go office phone, you know, yeah. for business. And you want people to call that line, you just have it with you. But how many times do spam callers call you? Mm, uh, it depends on how, like, you the thing, that's how spam calling works. So if you put a number on the internet into, like, something like... You go to a retailer like Nike, man, you buy some shoes. They ask for your information for your account. You buy it. They sell that shit to whatever mm. buyers are going to want your information or reach out to you. To them try to sell you some shit. Yeah. yeah. That other advertiser trying to get your number. So as long as you don't put that shit on the internet, I feel like you should be fine. But that's hard because <laughs> if you want to run a business, they're going to find that shit. Yeah. Start blowing that bitch up. So I feel Dang. like if I get a phone on my house, all I'll be hearing is like, spam calls, man. Like, I don't want to do with spam. I already do with my phone, my cell phone. Mm-hmm. Yes, uh, spam. Like, That's true. At least twice a day. 
<sighs> so no, never mind. And that phone would suck. Need that uh, fiber optic. Is that fiber optic? Yeah, yeah fiber optic. Yeah, I need that. That speed. That shit is a new. That one gigabyte that shit is fucking new. Per second or something like that. Dude, I think uh, one thousand megabytes per second. Mm. Download games like nothing. Fiber optic internet would be fucking crazy. Fuck yeah, dude. But that's what they're supposed to be doing, bro. That's why they fucking tore the line or tore the line up. Hey, lucky yeah. boy. Yes, I'm sir. Get some fiber optics, you know. That's yeah. about to be all two K. Boy, <laughs> but man, now, they're doing that shit around my house too. They're like drilling and fucking up the the pavement. I'm Is hoping they got some promotion going on. I hope so. I'll get it. Hell yeah! Is that what those big black towers are that they're posting up out there? Are those supposed to be fiber optic? Like I don't know, those or some shit. Because I've been seeing some around uh, my apartment too. I mean, I don't know if y'all, I don't know if y'all have seen it or not, but like fucking, it's just a lot of goddamn construction going on. Yeah, a lot, a lot. So, uh, Javi, you're saying that there's a new Mario movie coming out, bro? Breaking news. No. Illumination. The people that did uh, the Minions, Despicable Me, the the Pets movie. They're making a Mario, a Nintendo Mario movie, Super Mario Brothers. So it's gonna be like that 3D animation. Yes, like that clear, crispy, bright. Oh, they they made the Grinch too, which was pretty good. But do you want them touching everything? Like as far as like Super Mario goes. Yeah. Hell yeah. Bro, it's gonna come out December twenty something, twenty twenty two. So, like, we got a long time from now, but I feel like it's going to be worth the wait. Dude, okay. I don't know how I feel about it, bro. How do you feel? You don't know how to feel? Or? Not, some shit just doesn't need to be adapted into a movie, bro. So, like, you, feel neg- the hedgehog, you feel negative about it? I haven't seen the trailer for it, but I don't have high hopes. There's no trailer. Well, you said Illumination later? Illumination, which is a really good... Uh, company but it's the same people that make you know the Spickle Me the Grinch the bars are kind of set high for animation movies well kind of for movies in general but like it has to be good good bro it should be good um like you got Jack Black as Bowser yeah you got Seth Rogen as uh Donkey Kong Chris Pratt playing Mario like and I think the original Mario voice is in there too. I forgot his name, but he's in there too, like in the cast. Did you see the Sonic the Hedgehog movie? No, I don't know, man. COVID happened. It was like right at that time COVID happened. Man. But I did see the trailer where like his face was all fucked up. Yeah. And a lot of people were like, what the fuck? That shit was funny. Yeah. Dude. I mean. What the fuck? I would give it a chance, bro. It's just... I kind of would rather leave it alone, bro. Like, you fuck with my childhood. I wonder what kind of story they're going to implement. If Peach is going to get it, like... Nah, bro, that sounds too simple. Like, Peach getting, like, kidnapped. But... There has to be a bigger, like... Plot to it. Yeah. 
Depends on who, or you said illumination makes it. I don't know. It depends on the rating. If they get PG thirteen, they could push a lot. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Push a lot, bro. You think they're gonna put in like Easter eggs in the movie? Of course. Like as far as like uh, Super Smash goes, and they gotta be careful. I don't know. I don't know. Mushrooms, bro. What does that mean? Mario ate mushrooms. Yeah. To power up. Yeah. I could just see cancel culture getting a hold of that being. <laughs> it's a promoting of, drugs. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. <laughs> Like, just don't... I don't know, bro. That's why I'm just like, uh, I don't want to see Mario go through that. I thought it was going to be a good movie because... How can you mess up Mario? Oh, damn. Let's not go back to that uh, 1990s movie. Yeah. uh, has no uh, bounds when it comes to fucking shit up. That originally you thought just leaving it in cartoon form would be fine, but then Hollywood tried to make it real. And then you realize this shit is not. That was horrible. It didn't age right. Yeah. Times. I just hope they don't sully Jack Black's good name. You like Jack Black, bro? Man, man. I love Jack Black. Bro. All that energy, dude. He's a fucking. He's a G man. He is a solidified legend and G. Did y'all ever play his video game? Oh. Uh, that he had. No, it's free on Xbox though. Yeah, it was like a heavy metal. Yeah, I did. It was okay. It was yeah. like, it, it looked like they put a lot of work into it. Actually, they low key. Yeah. It was dope. Kung Fu Panda. I know that nigga made sure that game was good. Go ahead, my bad. Speaking on Hispanic Heritage Month, Nacho Libre to this day is one of my favorite movies. Yes. And uh, he played the role of like a Hispanic person very well. I must say, Jack Black. Really? Yeah. He was like spot on with the accent. Bro, Nacho Libre. That's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Eh. Really? Eh. School of Rock. I guess I need to watch it now. Because, like, I, I, there's certain shit, you know, you watch as a kid and you're just like. That's true. Oh, yeah. And yeah, then you much. appreciate it differently when you're grown. Yeah. So, like, I I, need, I guess Nacho Libre is one of those things. Mm. Oh, man. She was crazy. <laughs> like, yeah, when you first come in, you think Squidward sucks. But it's like this meme I saw that, like, then you realize you are Squidward. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's so sad, but true. It's just like, it's just I hate where you SpongeBob is excited and she's like, what are you so excited about? But then you realize SpongeBob is the same age as this nigga. Not the same exact age, but they're close in age. Like, they're both adults. I thought SpongeBob was younger than Squidward. I thought. They never said anything about age in that show, as far as I I assumed he was, because he was like, oh, he was driving and shit. You got to be 18-something, 21. But here's the thing. He's driving food, too. He always fucked up driving. So how many times did he take his test? Mm, How old was SpongeBob, really? How old do you He had his own house. Exactly. That nigga had oh, to be doing yeah. some kind of shit, bro. He had to be a house with a library. No less. Okay, so on that note, are we saying Mr. Krabs paid his workers good, my nigga? Because they all had houses. Hey, SpongeBob probably got he was breaking them all, bro. He must have been breaking them all. SpongeBob probably got that inherited money. 
Hell yeah. But you know why he would have to break them all? Remember the theory that Mr. Krabs, Krusty Krab, looks like a crab trap or a lobster trap? And that the secret to the Krabby Patty is that it's actually crab and like lobsters? What? Because you don't see no crabs in it. Oh, there's no other crabs in the whole show? Except for that one episode where he had his like nephews and shit. Like, I think he had his little nephews with him. Or they went back in time and. He was a little crap. Anyway, but no. I Why the like fuck is his daughter a whale? <laughs> it's not really his daughter, bro. What? She's, I thought they had, like, determined she was adopted or some shit. They never I explained that. I didn't even that. know that shit. I thought they did. I thought Man, they I've never seen the episode where they explained that. I swear she's adopted, bro. There's she a lot has of shit that bothers me in SpongeBob now that I think about it, bro. Mr. Krabs. It's like, okay, y'all niggas want to cook underwater? I'll accept that. Fuck it, you know, fuck physics. Mm-hmm. But then you'll start drinking water underwater. And that shit bothers the fuck out of me. At it's that point, point too, you, man. Nigga, how, when do you drown? Like, I don't they're, get they're it. They're underwater creatures, though. The Krusty Krab pizza? I don't know. Is the pizza? Yeah, I don't know they made pizza underwater. The Krusty Krab pizza. That's a cartoon. That, that nigga drove a rock. I'm not gonna sit here and argue with it, bro. Chocolates! <laughs> I'm not even lie that Spongebob was one of the most hilarious shows like out at during his time at its height I thought me and my brother we'd be trying to go to sleep for school and like we had a bunk bed we'd just be reciting Spongebob and Patrick Jones what was y'all's favorite childhood cartoon like like this is before I turned 10 and like after I turned 10. Ooh. Uh, okay, I'll give y'all a little leeway. Top three. Dexter's Laboratory, Pop-Up Girls, and, Ed, and Eddie. Mm. All Cartoon Network. Damn. Yeah. Damn, what about you? Oh, damn, that is true. Arthur. Um, would, would it be better if I, if I break it up by channels for y'all? That way y'all have a little bit more room. Cause like high school, I yeah. Cause all like Danny Phantom kicked in for me, bro. Oh, yes. I think like, it's Samurai Champloo. Oh, that's a good one. Samurai Champloo. I, when I got put on it, I was like, "What the fuck is this? How old were you? Hey, what? That? I swear, I was like thirteen or fourteen. I was like, "Bro, what? That's a really good show." I feel like Tanami Nigga, what is this? What is this? Tanami played a huge part in everybody's like knowledge of anime in the United States, bro. Like fuck Funimation and all that shit. Adult Swim and Tanami are underrated for their fucking like effort to spread anime. Because, like, bro, every anime that they put on there has been fucking fire. Death Note. Naruto, Bleach. No other network probably believed in animated. Like, what the fuck is that shit? Yeah. But then Adult Swim was just like, Cartoon Network was just like, hmm. And like Dragon Ball Z. And for sure, go like some more anime. What the fuck? Like, it just adds up. Somebody, you gotta give respect to that one representative that's like, guys, guys, Nickelodeon has their shit. Disney has all this fucking, like, Super super friendly shit. Let's let's push the edge. Let's push the envelope. Cause y'all remember Fox TV, like mm-hmm. bro, oh, that was the Beast shit. Beast Wars. Yes. Blade Blade. Yeah. Yu Gi Oh. Damn. 
Sari Gorton, bro. We old, y'all. Jackie Chan Adventures. Ooh, on WB. Yeah. What, what was that? Channel 11 or Channel 33? You like yeah, it? I think it's 55 for me up north. Oh, sh- oh. <laughs> <laughs> That's so fucking cool, though, man. Because, like, I think Channel 55 for us was Cartoon Network, bro. Oh, Shaolin Showdown. Oh. oh, bro. Shaolin Showdown was the shit, I bro. All about that that shit, yeah. Bro. That owe me annoying ass. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> bro. Teen Titans. Oh, God, that shit, dog. How many seasons did that? Five. That it was just going off, bro. I swear, when Robin went evil, I thought that shit was about to end, bro. Oh, <laughs> when you found out that that nigga was a uh, ex- slave, or- bro. No, he had the armor on. He's actually wearing the skin armor. Oh yeah, that was like in one of the last seasons, wasn't it? <laughs> and like he goes to like a whole PTSD experience in the episode or some shit. Yeah, man. That's I didn't get that for. He's up here looking for Slade. Nah, yeah. yeah, they had killed Slade, and then they didn't kill him on purpose though. Like he died in an explosion, and fucking he ended up started having PTSD, thinking Slade was still alive, and it was really just him, like. Fighting himself. Yeah. And Starfire found him outside and he was just crying, bro. Like, I think, I want to say, like, at one point in the episode, like, she had to calm him down. Damn, bro. Teen Times was mature as fuck, bro. But you know what? Like, that, that that's a gem. Nickelodeon tried adapting anime with uh, The Last Airbender. Yeah. That was like, a damn good it show was a too. Really good adaptation there. I watched it as an adult and I still learned a lot from that show. Yeah, he's dropping gems everywhere. In that yeah. show. Did you watch the next season too? The Korra? Yeah. Nah. Bro, you have to watch Korra. Is is Korra as it's quality even better? Really? Really? They, they made sure that they kept the they kept the same quality in the second one. They did not fuck around just cash grab. The Chinese philosophies and the lessons. Hmm. They kept. Man, I'm about to watch it. You have to watch. I cannot believe y'all have not watched it yet. I'm hurt. <laughs> yeah, I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to watch it. I'm going to watch it because I did enjoy watching it. Uh, Uncle Eroy was one of my favorite characters. Mm-hmm. Um, I kind of like relate myself to him. That's good. Especially when he was in the jail, so just like kind of like, like kind of out of it. Like, damn, how can you betray me? And then he just like fucking eats an apple and starts fucking like doing these pull-ups. Fucking takes out his shirt, he's all ripped up, you know what I mean? He's like, oh, the war's around the corner. Okay, time to go. <laughs> he just started going in. I was like, stop. <laughs> so trying to get these war muscles back. Right, yeah. Bro, all those characters had serious development, bro. Yeah. Sokka was a ladies' man, bro. Yeah. Like, throughout the whole series. No, but like, no, he was not. What? <laughs> no. So it was always awkward until like he started acting like himself, stop being goofy. Then he would be, <laughs> then he get the bitches, but he would come off like, oh, hello, my dad. What's some stupid ass shit? I don't know. <laughs> I was so happy when that nigga got the sword, bro. Oh, like, that was badass. Yeah. yeah. The last season it was, made was from honestly. a comment, right? Yes, bro. Yeah. I wish oh, I had a sword God. like that. Bro. I'd be practicing every day. <laughs> a space sword. Pretty much. Yeah, man. That shit, like, you can just cut through anything. That'd be fucking crazy. What would y'all do with that? 
Probably slice up uh, water bottles. Like have someone throwing at me and just like, whoosh, whoosh. That reminds me. I gotta go to Spirit Halloween today. Or tomorrow. They got a Keyblade for sale. What? I was one of the Keyblade. You played Kingdom Hearts, huh? Oh, yeah, man. That was one of my favorite greens going on. That was the greatest, dude. And, like, every time I try to buy a Keyblade off of eBay, they'll be like $100 plus. Yeah. I went last year to buy a Keyblade. It's like 20, 30 bucks. I'm like, hell yeah. But this year, they got the one where uh, when you go to Halloween Town, they got the Halloween Town one. They got Riku's Keyblade, and I, got, I think they got uh, the Oblivion. The Oblivion. Oblivion was like the strongest. No, no. Lots you gotta use like the. You gotta carry like these gems and shit. And you synchronize it. <laughs> and you, like, you know what I'm talking about? Yeah. Damn. <laughs> bro, I remember playing Kingdom Hearts 2 religiously chasing the Ultima form, bro. Like the white form. Yeah. Like waiting for that moment when that bitch finally unlocked. I was like, oh, bro, that shit was crazy. I feel like Disney Channel should adopt like an anime version of Kingdom Hearts. I feel like Facts. they'll they attract know, a lot they of views. Stop. They did so much shit with Star Wars, bro. Maybe they got that in their back pocket, bro. Cause you, yeah, that shit you're not saying about Star Wars. Oh, the yeah. vision shit, the yeah. anime, it, yeah, that looks cool. Mm. But like, it's like okay, Disney, what you thinking? What you, what you got? What's going the, on? The Marvel What If shit's pretty good too. Oh, Have you seen yeah. that? Not yet, man. Check it out. It's a gym. <sighs> shit. Oh shit, my Disney has potential. They have a lot. They got the money too. Thirteen ninety nine a month. These niggas know they're <laughs> taking the game over. Yeah. But see, like that's the scary part, cause like if once Disney has full control of what the fuck they can put out, I worry how much shit is we're not gonna have a, like access to the original. You know what I mean? Cause like already a lot of like animated movies that they put on there, like they're getting edited for a good reason because it oh, didn't age yeah. well. But at the same time, once they acquire more properties, like, like, what if they get WWE? WWE is already at a point where they're not showing blood, like, and that like it was at one point they didn't show blood, but now they're really really not showing blood. Like now the bitch is in black and white, and it's just like, dude, come on, man, like. Why are we sitting here forcing censorship as hard as we are, dude? You know what I mean? Because hmm. I think it's just teaching us to not... As open-minded as we're trying to be, we're doing the opposite because we're showing that we're not open-minded enough to show how shit was back then. If we're going to be open-minded, then we got to be open-minded to the honesty of who we were back then because yeah. we got to know where we come from to grow. You know what I'm and saying? And it says you're deleting history. Yeah, well, some people are manipulating the system, and they're getting both. They're doing both at the same time. Not only are they going like, "Oh, well, this is what I believe, and this is how I want to have it done," but then also they're going, "Well, you can't step on my rights to not be able to do this." And it's like a, not a double-edged sword, but it's like you're trying to have your cake and eat it too. So, like for example, we saw my little Nas X a couple of days uh, yesterday. Yeah. At um, with Mr. Miguel. party. Yeah, with Mr. Miguel. 
and like just on that note about transgenders and all that bisexual and gay, I don't have a problem with none of that, right? You live your lifestyle how you want to live your lifestyle. Um, what I do have an issue with is like if you smack me in the face and then I grab you up like, yo, what you doing? Why you slap me in my face? You go, you can't do that to me. I'm gay. You're, you're attacking me because I'm gay. Like, like, what would normally be considered, okay, it's just two niggas fighting, is now a nigga committing a hate crime to another nigga. Mm. Oh, I'm sorry, yeah. two men fighting. I shouldn't say what I said, but you know what I mean. Yeah, like, like, I, 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 I censor, don't gay. censor yourself. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I got a problem because you're slapping my face. Yeah. Right, you just like slapped me, but now you're, you're too gay to get slapped back. But see, the same can be said for, like, and I hate to be this guy. Because, you know, you and I are both, like, blood. Javi, you're Hispanic. Yeah. What about the white guy that gets into a fight with a black dude? And then some, it's not necessarily the parties that are involved that turn into a race situation, but the parties outside. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Even if it's, like, the media or something. Like, that's the fucked up part about it, too. It's like, shit gets misconstrued. And, like, we tend to attach an identity to it when it's nothing more than just what it is. Um, my thing has always been like okay I want to let Lil Nas have his identity yeah. let him be a superstar celebrity cool whatever you know there's debate that artists should have some sort of uh, responsibility with trying to convey their message and all this stuff and dang, I'm on both sides with that but I just my whole thing has always been I don't like that he came in trying to get kids to be his first like audience his biggest audience was kids there's even video record of him touring elementary schools yeah. touring middle schools what the fuck? and like even sitting down and like children sit down setting where they looking up at him like he's the president and he's reading the book to them and then you know? right away his next yeah. thing is the most extreme or it's I don't know you're right you're, are you talking about when he said fuck the kids on the uh Oh, yeah. The uh, Breakfast Club interview. Well, he said, not- fuck those kids. He said, fuck the kids. <laughs> Came in, Old Town Road, my black booty, I don't know, whatever the fuck the song is. I know how it go, but. Uh, but now, you know, twerking on the devil, making shoes with blood and 666 on them. Um, but. Taking photos with a pregnant belly. On one end, it could be looked at as clever marketing. And is it that? It shouldn't be a shock artist, but he's being used. Yeah. You remember what Edgar said? That it was promoting the black community? Oh, God. Black empowerment? God. God. I said, said, he said in the video from Montero, Call Me By Your Name, it was uh, empowering the black community of course you know we all talked it over that day on the podcast we recorded we was right. you know we was just asking like well, how was that part but um you know we, we helped them understand like nah it's not really that me and Tyler was like that's not really empowering at all it's just like it gets just naked black men dancing in the the shower room like you know it's just it, black guys I won't I won't challenge it too much just cause like I want him here just because like, he was really, really, really passionate about it. And I respect him for being like passionate about it. But like, correct me if I'm wrong, D. Like, 
our take on it was how the hell is that empowering like they're they're in prison like that's not, that's not yeah it's not it's not empowering at all it's not a place you want to be right but it's good choreography though. damn that's like, a, that's that's a good point like i didn't really yeah they're in jail. This nigga's in jail. In a sense, setting a hit single, singing a hit song. Would you say he's using like the whole gay thing as a push for marketing, or do you think like his company is? Yeah, they use it for a push for marketing, but also a cloak of you can't call me out for my bad behavior. I think, yeah, you feel me? Yeah, because it'd be a hate crime, and it'd be against. Why do you think? That they twerk, really work so hard for the pronoun stuff, right? Think about like how now it it didn't used to be a thing before where a government would believe even for a second, hey, we're gonna prosecute someone based off their language, based off what they said to somebody. And now it's like when mm. call me he, she, call me you better call me them or zer or hey, whatever the shit is. Now what you've introduced is. Literary, not literary, litigant, what what is it called? The uh, branch of government that comes up with laws. The executive? Uh, That's the president. Judicial. Judicial. Legislative? Legislative. So now what you got is legislative, like, fraud. You got legislative. It's like a takeover, basically, by way of using the fact that your sexuality is not just a lifestyle or not just a preference. Um, now you're saying, well, you can't say that to me because this is the way I like to live and you can't, you have nothing to say about it. And then it turns into them being brave. And I'm like, what was, they just diverted the entire situation. They. This man made shoes with 666 and blood on it. Yeah. And then it goes, oh, they're just hating because I'm fabulous. What? And see, like, <laughs> <laughs> you know, you, you, you got me into Patrice. Yep. Patrice O'Neill. Have you listened to Patrice O'Neill? Dude, so here, uh, David, can you talk about Patrice O'Neill while I look this bit up real quick to show you? So, man, I love Patrice O'Neill. You got to join a school of thought, man. He will save your life when it comes to like human nature and just kind of understanding how men and women interact with each other, right? This whole thing is just be honest, true to yourself, come to, come from your gut, like come straight from your gut. Check this yeah. out. That's why they need us to hate each other. Because <laughs> if we ever fucking white people black ever was here, then there'll be problems, big problems. Because the other groups would just follow either one. Because it ain't nothing but the other groups, look. It's basically, here's the war. White people and black people at war. Then the other groups pick a side. Asians chose white. Latinos chose black. But they didn't choose us. They just want our spot as the top of So he's like a comedian. Mm-hmm. I'm not to too. He's fucking hilarious, bro. But he here's the thing. 
he's honest. Yeah. <laughs> but it makes sense. You know, he's like on the like I look at him and I revere him the same way and appreciate him the same way I appreciate Dave Chappelle. Mm. Somebody that pushes the envelope, not because it's a trend, but because they're being honest. They're being the fucking like they're they're themselves. Keeping it real. Yes, bro. And to some respect, Bill Maher. You know what I mean? Like, I like I like I'm into that real time with Bill Maher shit just because that nigga he stays true to what he believes in. Yeah. And he takes a lot of backlash. Let me ask y'all something. What you got, brother? As a Hispanic man, mm-hmm. I saw what uh they did to the NFL team, the Washington Redskins. The Redskins. They took off a brown skinned person off the logo because they couldn't stand a brown person to be the face of a football team. That was a white that's, man that felt that's, that way. That's brainwashing. They made y'all believe that that oh it's racism because the Indian. Nah, they didn't want to. They didn't stand. They couldn't stand seeing a brown person as the face of a of a football team. Now, with that being said, how do y'all feel about Andre Mama being taken away? From the maple syrup, from the pancake boxes, and the maple. it wasn't just Aunt Jemima. They went for a whole hunt. They got Aunt Jemima, Uncle Ben, like. Were y'all I mean, offended by that by any chance? But see, that's a part of no, cancel culture, bro. So it's it's not y'all being like uh, offended. Is the like sixteen year old. Caucasian teenage girl on TikTok being offended about it, and they do something about it, and exactly. it's like now they, like, yeah, man, like uh, I was saying, like that—that's the closest thing that they're gonna try and give us, like to reparations, bro. Like these people that are so woke that they feel that Aunt Jemima and Uncle Ben and like all these other figures that are on these like fucking name brand foods. Are like um, offensive. Like it's just it's stupid. It's really fucking stupid, bro. I feel like uh, it represented. It represented the black community. I feel like as a Hispanic person, like if I see my person on a piece of like, like on a brand, like any brand really, I'm like yeah, you know that's. That's my people. That's that's well, me. You know. It's like Abu from The Simpsons, bro. You remember Abu, the Indian guy? Oh yeah. Yeah, like. It's like a, a brown person. Of, yeah, like I don't know who, but somebody said that that was offensive, and he's gone now. Yeah. What the, the fuck? Show. Yeah. But Seriously? here's the thing. Here's the thing. To a lot of like like uh, Middle East cultures, Abu wasn't something offensive. He was something inspirational, bro. It's like a representation. Right? Yeah, like he uh, he he had its own business, you know. He owned his own gas station. Not to sit here and be funny or sound like a you know no, a conservative, true. but he he had his shit. Yeah. Like yeah, his life was together. He's feeding his kids, bro. Yeah. His so wife was beautiful. Why is it that we have these? He was holding it down, bro. Like the the people that represent the race part of their company. Or race relation part of their company, they often tend to be somebody that's not even from the culture. You know what I'm saying? And then they find the pettiest, the smallest things to fret over. Like, how are you offended that I'm on there? Yeah. So they're going to take it out because you're offended? Man, what the fuck? And now, too often we we react to shit just based on how a few people feel. Yeah. Like, that's some bullshit. Yeah, I went to Walmart and I saw that uh, they got the steel mining company as the face of uh, 
of the pancakes and the maple syrup now. And it made me feel some type of way, bro, because I'm like, damn, y'all gonna take away this nice black lady who's always smiling at me when I buy pancakes and I make pancakes to put this fucking, like, dark-looking, scary company building on the package? Like, damn. Man. Makes me not want to eat pancakes no more. Shit. <laughs> and with that, that will be the title of the episode. We're not eating pancakes no more. Absolutely. Man, uh, David, Big Wave, it has been a pleasure having you, brother. Yeah. I'm ready for us <laughs> to get back to it on the Balls Out podcast. Check it out, people, when y'all can. And also, Javier, you got any farewell uh, words for the people? Yeah, if you're ever in Houston on a Saturday night and you're hungry, go eat at the Tragadero food truck. And... Any young ladies that want to get something to eat, probably on a Friday night, add me on Instagram. Yes, sir. That would be at Havortuno. Just that, right? Yeah, just that. Hey, my boy got the first and the only. All right, y'all. It's been another episode, and I hope you guys listen to this, and we hope we brought you many laughters and smiles. Y'all have a good day, and remember to reach for the stars, buddy. Next time on Dragon Ball Z. (coughs) I mean, next time on the Lonely Stoner Podcast. TJ has a new guest. Is it a rapper, an athlete, or something not even of this world? Find out next time. (coughs) On the next episode of the Lonely (coughs) Stoner Podcast.